0: Hey everybody, this is Colin Detmar with Scanline Media, and I'm here with Johnny Niska. Hello. And we have had Galaxy on the mind lately. The, uh, space shooter roguelike for PS4 and PC, um, is a game that we've both anticipated and now played, and we've got some thoughts about it, and we're just gonna dive right into it.
1: Yeah, so, I'm really conflicted about Galaxy so, let, let's just talk about the good parts first, I guess. Galaxy is a really fantastic action game where with a large breadth of movement options that feel crisp and responsive to use. Fighting enemies is satisfying and largely just flows really well once you get used to the control scheme. And it's it's just a really good like core of a game. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with me so far? I absolutely would. I don't know how to transition out of this. Help me.
0: The problem is that the structure and format of the game hinder it severely. The problem is that it's a game that's a roguelike when it doesn't really need to be a roguelike or benefit very much from the way in which it is one. And also that it has some systems surrounding... Like, not involved in the direct mechanics of combat or piloting, Hmm. but some meta layers. Specifically, we are talking about the Crash Coins system that really undermine the game.
1: Yeah, so... Just just a laundry list of things that I like. If I were to write a thing like things to never do in a rogue like, Galaxy would nail so many of those right on. Like we did all of them. Uh, it's first of all, it's like it's we have a completely linear story campaign with uh, randomized level layouts, but more but more or less the same objectives every time, and with a. A story structure where you have like these different seasons with their own contained story threads, and first of all, it's not fun replaying the same scenario over and over, even if the level layouts are randomized, because you still have the same objectives and the same scripted encounters on in these things, and it just ends up feeling like like the generation is is there almost to create unfair situations for you
0: i mean like i have um, i've seen some stuff like i've i've heard the people who made this game talking right mm-hmm. and they talked about how like they were working on the game and it was originally not a roguelike and then one day they decided they would make it a roguelike and instantly they started having more fun with it yeah and I think what they were trying to convey is like, and we realized what this game should be, and everyone's going to have more fun with it now. But what I took away from it was, you've been playing this game for so long that you came up with a feature for your game so that you would have more fun. Not so that people who would play it eventually would, but so that you, testing your game over and over, would have a better time.
1: To me, it's not, like, I don't even think that it's invalid that this game should, maybe should have been a roguelike. I could definitely see a version of this game that uses these systems in a way that's beneficial and not harmful. Sure. But it's it, it feels like it came in so late in the development cycle that they didn't have time to pivot onto that in a proper way.
0: And I mean, you look at some of the roguelikes that I find really compelling, right? Games like Spelunky, or like Nuclear Throne, or like Crypt of the Necrodancer. Those are games that took a long time to build.
1: Yeah, so. If this. Like. Gal- the way Galaxy works is that you, you have these seasons. And in the. In the. Um, default difficulty, the one that shipped with the game and is the intended one to play, you unlock these seasons one after another, and then you can elect which one to play through, but within that you only have one in life. If you die, you need to restart the season. And every time you do it, uh, stuff is randomized, which uh, upgrades exist are randomized, stuff like that. But then they put in these progression things that I feel completely throw everything on its head. It's... Partly the Crash Coins, which we'll get to later, but it's also the, the the thing that basically every roguelike since Binding of Isaac has done, which is that you, you pick up blueprints that unlock things that you can buy in a shop that is then not available until in the shop, even as as a thing you could buy, until you pick it up in a... And then when you have picked up the blueprint, it's then available in every subsequent playthrough. So, there's no no easier way to break a roguelike than to make uh, later playthroughs dependent on the first one. And there are some exceptions. There are games that have made a game out of that sys that sort of system. Um, Rogue Legacy did like, made a, its entire game out of that generational mechanic. But if that's not the game, then you're just generally just br- putting pulling holes into what the core appeal of a roguelike is.
0: I feel like this game would have been much stronger if the core campaign was a core campaign with authored levels and there was a roguelike mode off to the side. And I probably would have played a lot of that roguelike mode if it was well done. Like, as as you said earlier, I think a lot about this game would work great in a roguelike context. But making it a roguelike that has some, like, tailored components and always has the same story beats and it all just feels clunky. It doesn't come together.
1: So the point where I really realized that I I felt like these systems really harmed the game was I was playing the last level of Season 3. Have you gotten that far, Colin?
0: The boss fight?
1: The Raider King.
0: Yes, I lost to the Raider King once.
1: I lost to the Raider King, and I had 10 crash coins. So I was like, okay, that's two extra attempts. The way Crash Coins works is that you pick them up as you play and when when you die you can choose to exchange five Crash Coins for a retry on that level, which you then start without any power-ups at all and just have to go through and like halfway through the level there's a crate with all your old power-ups and if you get that far you get them all back. If you don't do that, the crash coins will give you a huge cash boost at the start of your next attempt. Or if you finish a, a season at the start of your first attempt on the next one.
0: Because and, it's worth noticing that noting that even if you survive between seasons, your power-ups are reset.
1: Yeah, your power-ups are reset between seasons. So the 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 decision is like if do you want a second chance? But if you say yes, then you are essentially gimping your next playthrough. Because when you get to the harder parts, having those Crash Coins to give you a boost early on is a huge deal. It makes it so much more likely that you'll be able to snowball up in power and gain the, uh, gain the tools to be able to take on the later challenges in a season. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I then I exchanged these five Crash Coins, and then I had to fight against the Raiders with a close-up spread gun and doing that without power ups is like it's not impossible i beat them eventually it's just the most boring thing imaginable those things are definitely designed so that you are supposed to have power ups by the time you get to a swarm of them like you you find you fight individual ones early but once you get to them these are tough enemies that take quite a few hits to kill and move as fast as you do without power-ups and uh, just constantly fire a spread gun at you and have a shield in front that mitigates damage. If you don't have the power-ups to outmaneuver them, they are the most frustrating thing in the world to fight and it's not in a like, oh, this is challenging thing, just this is the most time-consuming bullshit thing ever.
0: And I feel like, like, so with the crash coin system, like, you spend the five crash coins to get another attempt, and obviously if you die, you still die, and you have to start over, and you've lost those crash coins. But also, if you win and go on, you've still lost those crash coins.
1: Yep, so- which is what happened to me. I, I lost that first retry attempt, and I went, well, I'm already spending these, so I might as well spend the rest and, and uh, go for a third attempt. And I did it. And then I started season four and didn't get any any money at the start and had a super tough time in the first couple of episodes because you I just couldn't buy the upgrades that I'd normally have at that point.
0: So I feel like there are a couple of things there. Like one is like if you're married to the system then I feel like you should be wagering the coins, right? I bet five crash coins that I will get back to my stuff. And if you die, you lose them. But if you get your stuff, you keep your coins. But But that is a band-aid solution for a system that's bad in the
1: first place. Yeah, totally. Like The idea that my previous playthrough affects how big an advantage I have in the next one is just... Completely punishing people in future playthroughs for mistakes made earlier. Like if I get a phone call and get distracted and die, then all of a sudden, not only do I lose that run, but I'm gimped in my next one because I didn't get as far as I would have otherwise, and not get, therefore didn't get as many crash coins. It's just completely bonkers. It's- and it,
0: and and like it's not like it like in season four and season five. I mean, like, it, depending on your skill, this may happen to you earlier, but certainly in Season 4 and 5, it's not like you can get away with not having power-ups. You can't.
1: No, no. totally. Like, uh, I say this... Start, uh, for me, this started in the second half of Season 3. It's like, at this point, you kind of need them.
0: Yeah, I and I'm I'm not as good as Johnny. I, I felt like I needed them earlier than he did. Um, but, like... Not having the Crash Coins to continue is like, oh, okay, so there's no way I'm going to make it through the season. I just have to try and get a couple of more Crash Coins so that I can get, you know, so that I can die and start over with a couple of Crash Coins and maybe get power-ups to beat it. Or maybe not. Maybe just get the power-ups to maybe get even more Crash Coins this time and just repeat the cycle until I'm strong enough. Yeah, so
1: when I went into uh, the game, I... I beat season one without dying. I beat season two without dying. I went into season two and season three both with like eight crash coins worth of uh, scrap to spend immediately. And then I started dying and I got started and I got pretty far so I still have like six, seven crash coins most of the time to give me a boost. And then you get go into season four and then I have spent my crash coins doing these retries on On the boss of season 3, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's harder, and also you don't have any of that money. So now you need to waste your first X number of uh, attempts on getting those crash coins so you have the same power level you've had previously.
0: And also, like, you can, like, I could see someone making the argument, like, well, in Spelunky, you can unlock, like, shortcuts to later parts of the game. And if you take those, you're handicapping yourself, right? Like there are the short like the tunnel man in Spelunky will unlock a shortcut to, you know, the various levels. And if you say, I'm going to start in the temple, then you're kind of screwed. And yeah. I could see someone saying, like, well, isn't it the same as doing that? Like, oh, I'm gonna start in season five. It's like, oh, start in season one. But Spelunky is built in like one, it's much shorter. Yeah two it has no narrative content really that gets in, like direct narrative content that bogs down the pacing of the game and three like power ups carry, carry over directly in Spelunky. and this you'd only be doing it for crash coins which are to buy you more power ups so like you'd never go back to season 1 i could see you maybe going back to season 3 to get power to get crash coins for season 4 but that's even a little ridiculous like
1: yeah like and even going beyond those specifics, like, Spelunky is very specifically designed that one entire run is one session. You, yeah. you don't have... and uh, Galaxy is even... Is, like It certainly doesn't expect you to play multiple seasons in one sitting. It, it, and it even, like, it auto-saves in between uh, episodes of one season, so you can quit and come back as long as you don't die. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exp- Like, it's not paced for you to do that. And that makes it a much larger problem. It, you're not, it's just not paced so that you're supposed to, to play through, like, Season 1 through 5 in one sitting. That's not a thing you do.
0: And it's such a shame because there is so much about Galaxy I like a
1: lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the combat. I still feel like some of the aspects of the controls are a bit finicky, even when you get used to them, but... Mm-hmm. I have to think a, bit, a little bit more than I, I'd i wish to. Like, okay, how do I make this work?
0: Like the strafing, I would say, specifically, is a little wonky.
1: Yeah, and boosting backwards. like it,
0: Boosting backwards, I've, I felt I got pretty used the to. Pro-
1: the problem for me is that boosting, like, I feel like it should either be its own button or a modifier. As this mm. right now, it's it, it it's boost forward if you just click it, but it boosts backward as a modifier on reverse, and that, that gets finicky for me.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, like, the combat feels great. The designs are pretty cool. The visual style is pretty great. Um,
1: uh, of the core combat system, the only thing that I don't like is that some of the later enemies get a bit bullet-spongy. It gets a bit ridiculous how much punishment they can take sometimes. Yeah, but, that's true. But other than that, like, I think, I think it's fantastic. And you know what? Like, if, if this was just a roguelike, if you had, like, if you just had, like, okay, I want a randomized campaign without uh, any story stuff, with randomized uh, loot that I can get, that, with the randomized enemies, and, like, I'm not completely randomized, so there's still a difficulty curve, and you're expected to get more powerful to ramp up against these, these things. I would love that. That would be super cool. That's the thing I want out of this game. And you yeah. know what, what what I would like even more? Put a daily challenge in it. I don't know.
0: I feel like a daily challenge could work for this game, but this game, like, even on a gameplay front, I feel like this game would need more for that. Like, the power-ups and the various abilities that you get are cool, and I enjoy them in the context of a progression, But I don't actually feel like they're varied enough to power us a roguelike.
1: Yeah, I do feel like you need a bit more variation. But that's also a thing that you, like... I feel like that's a thing that you could do if you were aware that this was going to be a roguelike earlier. I don't know. Like, I I do feel like that's a problem with this game. When you pick up a... Like, the different shot power-ups aren't as different as you'd wish It's like, oh, this one deals a little bit extra damage, and this one disables them a bit. But it's, it's so random when they proc, and so relatively rare that you're not gonna be relying on it for strategy anyway. Yeah, it's just a nice boost when it happens. The other, the other things are more larger. Like I, I feel like the shot types matter a bit, and the bouncy shots are a big deal, definitely. Mm -hmm. Bouncy but
0: shots are pretty incredible. The
1: bouncy shots is the best power up you can get for the the mm-hmm. the shot types, definitely. And but uh, yeah, there's definitely more you would have to do. But I, I yeah, I, de- I definitely feel like this could this game is like ninety percent of what it needs to be, and then just all the finishing touches are just wrong. All the stuff they yeah. added, in, added around the core gameplay is just wrong. And gets in the way so much. The, just, the, like, the fact that I, I wagered those crash coins and I, and I beat it. I beat <laughs> the fucking season. I came back through those fucking shotgun uh, uh, ships that have shields in front and move as fast as me. I managed to avoid all those. I got to the crate. I... Took it back, and I managed to narrowly escape with one health and finish the season. And then it's still like, oh, I guess you're starting with nothing next time because you, you did took the retry. Yeah, i
0: I remember as you were doing this, you were on our Slack talking to me, and I was I just kept saying like, never use the retry, never use the retry, and. At the time, you were like, no, totally, this is, like, I have to, the power-ups, it's, It's. I have to do it because the power-ups I had were too good, right? And yeah. And I kept saying it, and then you got to the end of it and realized you were going to start the next season with nothing.
1: I still think it was the right call, because I had tried, I had gotten to the end of Season 3 a few times by that point, and if I hadn't, I would probably spend two or three more attempts beating Season 3. So, in the end, I still saved myself time. But that I still then have to waste the next uh, run just getting yeah. those crash coins back is
0: that there's a major gameplay system that I am like that my number one advice for the game is never interact with this system.
1: Yeah, it is it, <laughs> bad. Either way, I think it's a terrible thing to punish people who make mistakes on their next playthrough. I think that's mean and terrible and bad. It's the opposite of what you want. You want to encourage people to get better, not to like punish them in the future for mistakes they made in the past.
0: And of course, it's always like developers... I mean, I'm not going to say developers always feel this way, but I feel like they usually are going for the exact opposite, right? They're like, they played really well last time. I want to reward them on their next run. But then you start building knowing that they could have these power-ups, and the natural result of that is you create harder enemies in harder situations where those power-ups are kind of necessary.
1: Yeah. I I feel like that's a mistake. A lot of modern games do. Uh, And uh, this is just the most blatant example I have seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we, uh, we are working on our game of the year list that we're going to end up discussing probably in early January and recording our discussion thereof. And, uh, for a hot minute, I was like, should I should I put Galaxy on here? And I was like, no, I don't think I should. And that's that's a bummer.
1: I want to put it on there as well, but it's still the the way the, all the stuff around the core game, gameplay just ruins it for me. And it could have been so good because the like there are very few games I have played where the core just flying around in space and shooting things feels so nuanced, feels so cool. Yeah.
0: Well, this has been our discussion of uh, Galaxy here on the uh, Scanline Presents podcast feed. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You could give us a rating or a review. That would be greatly appreciated. If you want to tell a friend about us, we'd appreciate that too. It's the way we spread the word and you know, get more readers and more listeners and get motivated to do more stuff. Um, we are at scanlinemedia.com if you want to check out any of our other podcasts or articles or video features um we also have a patreon at patreon.com slash scanline media contributions will help fund uh procuring new software and hardware so that we can do more coverage um nothing that we do is ever going to be behind a paywall um
1: at least we hope not like who knows what's in the future but that's our goal
0: at least yeah the future i I hesitated there because i was like i mean the future could get crazy but like absolutely we have no plans for that um, and you know, you can set contact us me on Twitter. I'm at six two six four if you want to give me any feedback about this stuff. Uh, I feel comfortable doing that because I have never once gotten any hate from you guys through this, and I I am grateful for that. Um,
1: and I'm at at the only warp zone.
0: Yeah. So um, hopefully we'll have some more stuff for you in the future. Uh, things are going pretty well for Scanline. I'm I'm pretty excited for the stuff we have done recently and are continuing to do.